Hey everyone, it's Christy Dole. Welcome back to the podcast, When Hustle Meets Flow. Happy quarantine 2020. (laughs) So today's episode, I really wanted to discuss what I've been creating over on Instagram, and that is a campaign on self-love. So before you go and roll your eyes and think, oh God, here we go. Honestly, this is truly for everyone. This this episode will be a game changer in your life if you listen to it and if you allow yourself to be naturally pulled towards one of the concepts I'm going to discuss, and then you start to explore that for yourself. Um, I just want to come in and just say... I am really in this place right now in quarantine where I'm kind of on the, I'm like walking that fine line of taking this time to grow and expand and create and do, and also taking this time and just doing nothing and being tender with myself and allowing myself to do nothing and not feel bad about it. I actually made a post the other day on my Facebook asking, what are you guys struggling with? And a lot of people, including myself, were struggling with all those shouldas. Like, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. You should be doing more. Um, I'm a seven on the Enneagram, so I'm definitely experiencing some FOMO right now, feeling like I'm missing out on opportunities and clients and creation and this and that. And so I'm really walking that line right now of allowing myself to just be in this weird place that we all are, which is like, what is happening? And and really grieving the loss of the end of the school year. And my daughter was supposed to be in the Wizard of Oz show for the first time and her kindergarten graduation. And, you know, I'm hearing that this potentially could be going through August. So it's like, my gosh, my birthday, my husband's birthday, my daughter's birthday. I mean, all these different things. I'm in this place of allowing myself to feel the grief and the loss of it. And then I'm also coupled with, you know, life is continuing on. And I believe in my heart that there is a message and there is creation inside of me that other people are waiting for and people want to hear. So I am being gentle with myself as I navigate through this. And I invite you to also be gentle with yourself. And if right now is not the season for personal growth and personal development, then honestly, sister, do you like allow yourself to, to be in that nothing, you know, be intentional about it. Meaning, you know, instead of just doing nothing and feeling bad about it, take the time, it take the minute to just tell yourself, you know what, today I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to sit on the couch. I'm going to, you know watch whatever I want to watch. And this is my act of self-love. This is my act of self-care. But if we just do it day in and day out without any intentionality to it, then it's kind of like a wasted opportunity. So before I kind of jump into the self-love campaign, I did want to just remind you guys to just figure out where you are you know, some of you might be feeling expansive right now. Like, gosh, yes, this is the, I've never had the time before to exercise. I've never had the time to read these books or listen to these podcasts. And now I have the time. If that's you, amazing. This, this podcast, you're going to love. But if you're somebody who's feeling just blah and sad and confused and down, dude, 
the worst thing you can do is try to force yourself out of it. So instead, if you need permission, here I am giving it to you. Just allow yourself to be in those feelings. Tell yourself right now, I am wallowing in this weirdness and that's what I'm doing for the next day or two. Because if you allow yourself that time, you're intentional about that time, it will pass through and you will come out the other side and you will be ready for the next phase of whatever this quarantine brings you. Okay. So with that said, I want to really talk to you guys about this self-love campaign that I have been creating over on Instagram for the last, uh, feels like month. Um, so the self-love campaign is really a, a campaign of knowledge and action. And so I started out with the idea of what is self-love. And for me, it means so much. And I know for so many, it means nothing. So let's begin by identifying the self part. And that's you. It's all of you. It's every single part of you. It's your personality, your quirks, the weird things that you do in private. It's your hair, your eyes, you know, that funny little birthmark. It's the scars that you have. It's the clothes that you wear. It's the way that you dance. It's literally everything. It's your past. It's your mistakes. It's your worries, it's your regrets, it's the things that you're proud of, it's your accomplishments, it's literally everything. It's the self as every single part of you that is physical and energetic, okay? And love, well, love is defined as an intense feeling of deep affection. It is also appreciation and gratitude. So the kind of love that I'm going to be, te- that I am teaching in the self-love campaign is really the kind of love that requires you to be okay with feeling uncomfortable, okay? Have you ever uh, met someone fallen in love and you were scared of that love? You were uncomfortable with it? I think we all have, right? Falling in love is scary. Or even if you've had children and it's like, oh my God, how can I love someone so much? It hurts. It's, It's this uncomfortable, scary kind of falling feeling, right? So the kind of love that I'm talking about is a little bit like that. It's going to require you to feel uncomfortable. I'm going to ask you to love parts of yourself that you may feel shame or regretful, right? So I'm going to ask you to love your past and to love your mistakes and to love the things that make you you that maybe you don't appreciate right now. This is the function of love when we use it with the self, okay? So that's how I'm describing self-love. And I've kind of taken this idea of self-love and I've chunked it out into four different sections. This this podcast might end up being uh, a part two because I don't want it to go too long, but I've kind of chunked it out into four sections. And the four sections are your past, your mindset, your physical body, and your present. So I started my campaign off with the past. And the first thing that I talk about is forgiving yourself. So an act of self-love is forgiving your past and the things that you've done that you regret. And if 
any human looks back, I mean, there's people out there that say I have no regrets and that's totally fine. Um, however, everything that we've ever done is a stepping stool and a, and a learning, uh, stone, if you will, to learn and grow for the future. A hundred percent. Um, but are there things in your past that you wish you didn't have to learn, right? Are there things that you've said to people? Are there ways that you've behaved? Are there chances that you never took? Are there opportunities that you missed? I'm talking about those sorts of things. And I think it's human to have a little list of those things that you kind of wish you did differently. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, if you stew in it and you stay there and you allow that to become the definition of your life, that's, you know, we don't want to hang out there. But if we can look back on ways that we've treated people or done things and we can truly forgive ourselves, this is an act of self-love. Not only that, but if you can forgive others for what they have done to you, this is a massive act of self-love. And I'll tell you why. Our thoughts and feelings create our own signature frequency. This frequency is literally what creates your physical world. So if you are walking around this earth and in your signature frequency, there's emotions like grudges, resentment, anger, jealousy, rage, disappointment. This is keeping your frequency vibrating very low. And this low energy, what it does is it conti- it will attract other low energy people, circumstances, and things into your life. And this is how you start to repeat a pattern in your life of, uh, you know, feeling those feelings of grudge and victim and, and rage and jealousy and all those negative energies. So when you take the time to forgive yourself, that's, I I think that was the biggest one for me is forgiving myself and also forgiving others. What it does is it allows your frequency to rise up and you'll start to attract things into your life that are more loving and more positive. Can you see how this is an act of self-love? Because if you love yourself truly, you want to elevate your frequency and your vibration to the highest point possible so that you can have a life in the physical world that reflects that. So self-love means regularly practicing forgiveness of others and especially yourself. Okay? So that's one that was my very first post about self-love on Instagram. Um, on Instagram I'm at when hustle meets flow. So check that out. Moving into the next way of exhibiting self-love and in the arena of your past is by looking at your deepest and darkest and most life-changing work of all, which is healing your inner child. So if you're new to this concept of your inner child, your inner child is the younger you that lives inside of you. Right. So from the ages of zero to seven, approximately, we are, our subconscious is being formed. Our um, ego is being formed. All these are conditioning, our programming, our personality. All of that is kind of being cemented. And so there is a version of you from those ages that still lives inside of you that wants to be seen, wants to be heard, and wants to be understood. 
And the work of healing your inner child is an act of self-love because you recognize that there is that part of you inside of you that still needs some healing, that still needs some work. Now, you might be sitting there thinking, oh, I never had anything horrible happen to me in my life, right? So when we think of trauma, I I know for me, I always used to think it was like the big stuff, right? Physical abuse, sexual abuse. Um, I, I personally didn't even really think emotional abuse was in there, but it for sure is. And so obviously those are the big ones. Um, but the truth is trauma is simply a time when your brain and your nervous system couldn't handle what was going on. It couldn't process it. So it went into a state of shock. And what happens with people is many different things when they are in a state of shock. Sometimes people will disassociate. And so, you know, their, um, their higher self will essentially like leave their body so that they don't have to, um, deal with what's actually happening in their physical world. Um, sometimes people will develop, uh, coping mechanisms like becoming codependent on people or, um, you know, be having unhealthy patterns in their lives. It shows up in many, many, many different ways. So, please know that trauma isn't always the big stuff. It's not always physical abuse and sexual abuse. Trauma is any time that as a child, things that were happening around you, you couldn't process. For instance, right now, this whole, you know, coronavirus quarantine thing, for some children in some homes, this is traumatic because, you know, the way the parents are dealing with it, it's like fear and fear. And so, the child is feeling like we don't know what's happening. I don't know if my, you know, maybe the parents have lost income or maybe, you know, we don't know. But what I'm saying is anytime there is something that's happening where it's too hard for the child to process it emotionally and their nervous system can't deal with it, they're going to figure out a way to deal with it in some way. And what happens is that pattern stays with that person into adulthood. And then it starts to look like unhealthy patterns in adults. Okay. So a self-love practice is taking the time to identify the needs of your inner child, to identify the traumas that happened. And this is really hard work. This is really, really hard work. Um, so I definitely think it requires some therapy, probably working with a life coach, all these different things that come from um, really doing that deep work of figuring out what your inner child needs. And so I don't want to get too deep into this. I'm kind of giving you the uh, 10,000 foot view of the self-love campaign, but healing your inner child is for sure a part of that. Um all right, let's see. We're at 15 minutes. I'll, I'll go through a couple more. This definitely will be like a part one, part two series. Um, next, we talk about creating empowering self-talk for yourself. So a self-love practice is understanding that record that we have playing over and over in our minds. As I said earlier, from the ages of zero to seven, our subconscious was being formed. And our subconscious, you want to think of it as the voice in the back of your head that is on repeat. <laughs> it's like I said, it's like a record playing over and over. And this record is filled with the voices and narratives we heard growing up. 
It's our parents, our community, the commercials we saw on TV, the magazines we saw at the grocery store, the comments from kids at school, the things our teachers said to us, and on and on and on and on. And this record will continue to play over and over in our minds unless we become aware of it. The problem with this record is that for most of us, it is filled with hateful, shameful, and negative talk. It's filled with messages telling us, you're not good enough. You can't do this. Nobody cares. You're not lovable. You're ugly. You're not skinny enough. You're not blank enough is tends to be the, the main message of this record player. And so a self-love practice is starting to become aware of this habitual voice in the back of your head and deciding that you're going to replace that record with a new one. Okay. Not a lot of people do this work, but this is probably one of the most life-changing things you will do for yourself is creating a new record filled with self-empowering talk. This, this can look like a lot of different things. If you guys are familiar with the idea of creating affirmations, that's where that comes in. If you listen to subliminal, uh, if you listen to music that has subliminal messages in there, that's another way to kind of input a new record in your in the back of your brain. Um, reading media and reading content and listening to things that fill your brain with positive messages. All of these ways are ways for you to rewind and recreate a new record being played in your mind. And I think the message here is that you are worth this time. You are worth taking the time to repeat affirmations to yourself daily, to listen to meditations that fill your mind with good things. You are worth that time. And I just want to give you a little trick into what happens. The more you fill your mind with messages that are uplifting and empowering and that are filled with love, what happens is eventually the record in the back of your mind is like, oh, okay, there's a new record to play. There's a new message we're playing. And it will eventually stop those negative, hurtful messages and start playing the new ones. But if you're 20 years old, 30 years old, 40 years old, you know, it's not going to happen in a day or even a week or even a month. You have to understand that it took you 30 years, 35 years, 40 years for this record to become so strong and so loud that it's going to take some time to kind of switch it out. But this is the point is that you're worth it. You are worth the time when you love yourself fully and wholly you take the time to do this hard work, right? Self-love isn't always just giving yourself a manicure and a pedicure and treating yourself to a facial. That's the easy stuff. Self-care, self-love is really about taking the time and showing up for yourself over and over and over and, and creating a loving awareness inside of yourself, creating a loving record that's playing to yourself. So empowering self-talk is an act of self-love. Okay, the last thing I want to talk about before we um, before I end today's podcast. So today I kind of went through all of the slides and information that I've created for self-love when it comes to your past. And this last part is one of my, a game-changing phrase that I um, 
took on for myself, which is you are doing your best. So self-love practice is telling yourself you are doing your best. And here's why. We all have things we've done that we regret, right? Whether it's choices we've made, ways we've behaved, things we've said, acts we've committed. Our past can haunt us with shame or regret unless we take the time to love ourselves through our mistakes. And we talked a little bit about this before. Forgiving your past is is a really big um, part of act of an act of self love. But how can you how can you stay in that high high energy place as you continue to go on in life? And the question here is: Can you love yourself for the times where maybe you weren't at your best? Right. Begin that process of loving yourself, especially at your worst. Self-love is reminding yourself that you were and are always doing your best in every moment of your life, even the ones where you think back, oh, I could have done this better, right? The, the thing you have to understand is every single moment you are doing your best. And it's easy to look back on the past and say, oh, I could have done that better. But the truth is in that very moment, the thing that you did was your best. And the, the, the way I know this is because that's what you did, right? That's the reality. That's actually what you did. Now you can take those moments and learn from them and grow from them, but to look back on moments and, and beat yourself up, that's not loving. So loving yourself is just reminding yourself you are doing your best. Now here's the best part about this particular concept is when you can remind yourself that you're always just doing your best, what happens is when you then turn your gaze outward into the world and you see other people behaving in ways that you don't approve of or maybe you wouldn't have done that way, what happens is your heart has softened for yourself, so now it can soften for others. So rather than being in a judgmental accusatory type place, like, oh, I can't believe they're doing that, or they should do better or whatever. You then can say to yourself, gosh, they're just doing their best. And right now with this coronavirus and quarantine, there are so many opportunities to look out into the world and to just say to yourself that these people are doing their best, right? People are out there hoarding toilet paper and, and, paper towels and, you know, pasta and pasta sauce. Like these are all the things that are missing from the supermarkets, right? How loving is it to yourself to go into a state of anger and, and resentment and rage and judgment, like at these people, like, Oh God, I can't believe these people. Like, what are they doing? Ba, 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 right. Instead it is so loving for yourself and for the community at large to just look at their behavior and say, you know what? They're doing their best. People that are hoarding, that's literally, they think they're, that's what their best is. They're, they, in their mind, they think that they need to hoard all this stuff because that's how they stay safe, right? So who am I to judge them? It's inconvenient for me. It's annoying, but I'm not going to sit here and lower my energy and lower my vibe and get into a place of anger and resentment and pissed offness because of how other people behave. 
I love myself way too much to allow anybody and their behavior to steal my peace, right? So that's where this practice of you're just doing your best, other people are just doing their best. That's where that practice comes from because it's about preserving your own energy and your own peace and your own joy. I truly in my heart believe that everyone's just doing their best. And because of that, I rarely judge people. Like I rarely, it's true. I mean, I do judge people. Of course I do. Um, But when I watch the news or when I'm just out in society, it's very rare that I will ever point my finger and be like, they shouldn't be doing that because that's, that's their life. And I'm over here living my life and I'm more about peace and joy and flow than I am about being right. And when you succumb to the idea that everyone's doing their best, including yourself, you let go of that need to be right and for everyone to live life the way you think you should live. And that is one of the ultimate acts of self-love is understanding that it's not about being right. It's about being in peace. It's about being in flow. It's about being in harmony. So that is part one of the self-love campaign. I hope that you guys got some tidbits out of this. If you're interested in following along on Instagram, um, I hang out there. I do stories every day that kind of coincide with my message. I will be offering a free challenge all around creating more self-love in your life. And then I will follow it up with my very first offering that I'm so excited, um, which will be a course on bringing in self-love. And we're going to be digging into all these concepts and I'll be giving you real tangible things to do, how to, you know, things to journal on, awarenesses to have, meditations, practices, all the things. So I'm real excited about that. I hope that this message finds whoever it needs to find. If you heard something today and you're real intrigued by it, allow that to be a clue that that's where you need to explore more. And if you heard today and you just want to sit on the couch and do nothing and watch Tiger King on Netflix, do you, boo. You deserve it. You're entitled to that. Okay? I love you guys and I'll see you next week.